like, let me tell you, if if you piss me off and you tell me I can't do something and I know that I can, I internally know that I can, I'm showing everybody something. And then I'm going to shake it at you, too. Like, that's the pro- Like that's my biggest problem. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> problem? Doesn't sound like a problem. I am no, an issue. Not at all. I'm a walking issue. <laughs> yeah, you haven't talked to me very much. Just you wait yeah. till I send you something really fucked up, and you're like, what's wrong with this human? Well, I think you might be in good company, Casey. Oh, no. Don't don't encourage that kind of behavior. Hey, guys, just want to let you know that the title sponsor for today's show is, of course, again, the Yacha Treatment Center. Um, This is where I went to have my quite transformative experience uh, for the entire month of November of last year, where I was able to experience uh, some treatment for some traumas that I'd experienced while in active addiction and, of course, some of the underlying traumas that led to addiction in the first place. Um, if you have traumas that you feel might be holding you back in life, definitely worth checking them out, guys. Uh, they are a clinic run by clinicians, and they know that where addiction is a smoke, trauma is a fire. Thanks for listening, guys. Now, here's your show. Hello, everybody. Watchers, listeners, supporters of all kinds. Welcome to another episode of Kaleidoscope Wednesday on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Chuck LaFlange. With me in virtual studio, halfway around the world, is uh, my co-host, Ryan Bathgate. How are you doing today, Ryan? Good, man. You know, another day. Another dollar, that kind of thing. Awesome. Awesome. I'm here. I'm here. Present. Healthy. <laughs> and a, a special guest with us in virtual studio from uh, from a little bit between Ryan and I is uh, Casey Jordan. He's in Ohio, I do believe. Yeah. Um, yeah in Greenfield, yeah. So, Ohio tonight. Greenfield, Ohio tonight. About to, on his way to a meeting. He's buzzed us with his time. We're here. And uh, I do it. Do, okay. Okay. I Made do appreciate it. it. So some background on who Casey is, guys. He did record an episode with us. I can't remember the number of the episode, but I will put it in the show notes. Um, not that long ago, kind of telling us his... Oh, 202. There you go. 202. Um, kind of telling us his story and, and you know, what he's all about, where he's from. Um, throws of addiction. Kind of the usual... No, I don't want to say the usual because I don't want to minimize it. Uh, definitely has a recovery story. Um, the reason that we brought Casey on today is as of late, we've become quite close friends since since that recording. Um, we have a, a group chat where all sorts of nonsense ensues daily, and but not just nonsense either. Casey's been kind of keeping us up to date. He's he's had some some setbacks in life or some things happening in in his life that uh, that that haven't been all that positive that he's been sharing with us and and quite frankly with a lot of his uh, his followers and he has plenty of those on on his couple of uh, Facebook pages and he's finding some strength now and, and you know it didn't lead to relapse which is awesome. He's finding some strengths now and, and kind of getting his purpose back. And I just, I wanted to bring him on to talk with Ryan about that because some of you may have heard, Ryan has unpacked a couple of pretty awesome things, um, my own journey uh, on myself as well. And I, I just kind of wanted to unpack, Casey, how you go from, while you're in recovery the way you are, events that would have led to relapse in the past, you've now found some strength. And I want Ryan to help unpack that. So Ryan, why don't you just kick this off and, Kind of ask okay. whatever questions you feel are pertinent. Well, uh, first of all, I want to I want to change a little bit of a little language there. Um, you know, so, so you said that you know you've gone through some things that uh, are not positive or less of a. I, I I would say the asset has yet to be revealed, because I think everything everything we go through has 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 value, and at mm. times we're not ready to see it. At mm. times it's not ready to show us. But always, it always seems to have fruit somehow, some way down the line. Even the shittiest stuff that I've been through 
has had some value in my life. And it's really a matter of choice and perception. Once again, you know, like um, choosing to see it in a different way. But I mean, you know, there's times that I don't want it. And so sometimes I just want to feel like this is bullshit, you know, and I want to be in that space and I'm going to be, and that has done, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, you know, it's really cool to me, uh, Casey, he just heard a little bit about that because like, you know, fuck, I've been at this long time, man. And I am always getting out of one rut and into this heightened state of elation as a human being, you know, and then bam, two weeks later, I'm back in a rut. What the hell happened? You know what I mean? And like, um, and you know what? Like, let's be honest. It's an easy reset, a relapse. Yeah. It's just like fuck it's an easy way out. It's it's easy. It's, you just because you relapse and the, and then you're surrounded when you come yeah. back. You know, and like that's great. You're supported by that. But what if we didn't have to burn it down first? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, so like, that's kind of cool of me. So I don't know the, the, the ins and outs of like what's been happening for you, Casey, but like, uh, you're on your way to fellowship meeting. Can I ask which one? And you don't actually, no, never mind. It doesn't matter. No, it's, I'm not, it I'm not anonymous at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, so, uh, like that, what does that say? And you're not going, by yourself you're not going with the dark cloud of shame over your head you know seems to me that you're fucking crushing a cheeseburger and on your way to a good time yeah <laughs> really uh, it was just i was in a position of like a jumping off point of like i was gonna commit a crime or um a crime was gonna be committed in a situation where um just shouldn't happen and it shouldn't, it should have never came to what it did. Uh, but it takes everything that happens to get me here. And I like what you said, like more will be revealed. Uh, you know, it's like the, the Chinese saying there's a guy and he's like, somebody comes up to him. He's like, your son broke his leg. And he's like, good. He's like, what do yeah. you mean? Never mind. And he's like, the next day they're like, Hey, we're going to war. And the guy's like, good. What do you mean? Like, why are you not? Why are you not sad? Like, or whatever. And then the next day, you know, something else really, really bad happens. The guy just says, "Good," because you don't know. Like, oh. I've had more since I took. I spent 19 days in hell. I was subject to some kind of domestic violence stuff that shouldn't have happened. I'm not. Alcohol was involved. I didn't relapse. But at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Day, 2024, I was getting my ass whooped whooped like thumped like not okay no i Physically, held it in like physical I, violence we're talking yeah about, physical right? violence like getting <laughs> i got front kicked like uh walker texas ranger like 15 20 times like violence like wow. there was there it, it was more than needed to be but the positive thing was that situation has been toxic for months mm. and i didn't go to jail i didn't drink or use and um you know it, it didn't immediately lead to change because I, I was I was praying real hard about it. And I was like, God, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, and then um, I had this root canal done and that was Thursday last week. And she woke me up from a root canal nap and um, I was not happy. And the only thing that saved my ass from going to jail, which people don't understand this. They think I'm fucking nuts when I say it. But 
The only thing that saved me from beating her up after that happened was a locked door. Like, I, I have never put my hands on a woman, but I have been pushed to a point of no return. Like, my anger was more than I could control, and I knew that something was going to happen, and the locked door saved me, and I didn't go back. I went to a hotel. I got away. I didn't have anywhere else to go. There was, there was some other godly things that happened, like um, I was supposed to go to one place, found out somebody was using there that shouldn't be using, that I thought was clean. Um, but more is revealed. Like, somebody let me know. I didn't end up there. I ended up at the hotel. And then it got back to family that I was with somebody else. And, like, honestly, I am with somebody else, but I didn't jump out of the frying pan and into the fryer. This is actually something that was, like, a culmination of things, like, I'm clear-headed, I'm a little crazy, but I'm also still in fight-or-flight mode, but I just reached a safe place this yesterday. I moved back into a safe place. I'm safe. I have not shit. I don't have nothing, but, like, my peace is worth so much more than anything else. It's invaluable. It's priceless. It's, it's, a, it's a good place to be, and it's a good, like... I can share so much hope. I got a book on hope and I got, I went to church yesterday. I don't go to church. There's been some wild shit happening. Like I got this bracelet that I had to go get and the God blessed, uh, I told Chuck this, that, um, cop that interrogated me when I got, I got felony charges as a kid. So they don't count. So I don't have to talk about them. They're gone by like, you guys got stuff on your record. Sorry, Chuck. Don't agree, whatever. Or Chantel, you'll see this later. You probably got shit I ain't got because you got caught when you were older. But, like, uh, so, so that cop was sitting in front of me at church, and I had to give him this bracelet that said, Save by Grace, Save to Serve. And, like, there's been some spooky shit happening, like, good things happening. Like, being here with this dipshit, who... He's still like me. Like, we're having a fucking blast. We're not like a glum lot. We're not like miserable, sober, like clean and sober, beating on my chest. I'm having fun. And like, I've been through my darkest days recently and they went that bad. I didn't like, I, I told a, I told somebody like, I ain't laying in the bed dying for four days, shitting myself and throwing up. This ain't that bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, it- Sorry. I, no, I, I'll, shut, I'll, ahead, shut, Casey, I'll, I'll shut the fuck up, man. Oh. Well, I just think, you know, there's just so much there, dude, honestly. Like, <laughs> first first thing I'll say is, like, it's a fool's errand to question the workings of the universe. You know, like, we plinkle our way through life. And and if, if we are, you know, it's, it, it's never the wrong thing to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, so if we are walking in that trajectory, then the, the universe finds a way to put that next brick under our foot. You know what I mean? And, like, we may not think that's the right step to make, but we make it, and things seem to work out. My bad. Sorry. I don't know what happened. Uh, Another dude showed up. I'm I'm about to hit a triple, dude. I'm about to have three guys at this meeting that I invited that, like, don't normally come, so. Oh, so you're just, like, just legit exciting, right? Excited about that right now. Yeah, Yeah. no, no. Sticky, come here. Stick your head in here. This dude's name is Sticky. I wonder why. Stick your head in here. Sticky, Sticky. Hey, what's up, I'm on like hey, a recorded podcast. <laughs> what up, Sticky? But they told me not to bring anybody on here, but we're not going to listen. But you can you can go talk to Luke. 
pick it up with the producer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so like I, that you, guy you anyways. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so I think, you know, like, you said something like, dude, you don't got to have shit to be peaceful. Mm-mm. And we got, we got, like, someone told me this a long time ago, he said, we got one rule in this life, and that's enjoy the fucking ride. That's the only thing that is required in our lifetime is to enjoy the gift we've been given, which is, which is life itself. And like, it's really easy to not to, to, to lose sight of, you know, uh, the, the, what's, what's the saying, the sky for blue or whatever. And, uh, and because we can get caught up in that, in that, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, is there anything better than hanging out with a couple dudes having laughs and going to, Three of them in a row right there. There's one, three. two, three. That's not a CD case, is it? No, I'm just kidding. We use we gave that up. Yeah. No, we don't do that no more. Well, that's how long it's been for me. Middle school, what the hell's wrong with you? It's not the thing anyway. He's over here shaming so, me too. You know, I want to, you know, you, you know, you touched on some heavier shit there. Uh, and like, man, I, here's what I'll say about, about like, I never, I never, I n- I'll never cast judgment about, you know, being in that space where you're going to hit somebody or hit a woman because, like, if you ain't there, you don't know. And that's the way I kind of yeah. always looked at that. You know, I had my judgments at one time until something happened to me in my life that I had to question that and be like, and, and every time I hear that now, yeah. it's like, I wasn't there. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I have my beliefs about it. I don't think it's right to hit women, but I've been in a situation. I'll tell you what. I've been in a situation. Push that, too that, far. Push yeah. to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sober. So clean it. No, clean and sober. I don't like those words. I hate those words. Sober. Like, and I'm not going to get into that. I get myself into trouble with all that stuff anyway. So, treatment people here it keeps getting better. Man, <laughs> just looking. I love this excitement. I got to jump in it's on great. that. Right? It is good. I Honestly, can't do drugs no more. This is all I got. <laughs> well, what you got's pretty good, I'd say, man. It's so, the juice, boys. Casey, Casey, if we can get your attention for for just a couple more minutes here, because I know you you got shit going on, bro, and I don't want to take you away from what you're doing at all. You never had but my I do... attention. <laughs> Hey, dude, Casey, hey. you're, you're close to the Mecca. You're close to Akron. No, two hours. Two, that's close. Nah, I'm, yeah, in, I'm, I'm in Vancouver. I'm in Vancouver, Canada, man. That's, yeah, I'm about to move up there. Two, two, my two real, hours is a commute. Chantel's right? my real mom, I think. <laughs> Somebody said that. I think. Trap House Tana yeah. Testimonies. Chantel's not always my mom. Somebody call her. <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway. Sis, um, I hope you see this. Somebody okay, else out Listen, there. listen, Casey. Listen, 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 listen. Mm-mm, no, I no, want to no, talk no, just a couple more minutes with listen, you. Tell me not to listen. That works better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't where's my car? Where's my keys? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, we honestly we probably ought to go in here in just a pop- minute. Yeah, you're you all jumped up and excited, and you're going to this yeah. meeting. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. How much? How much of your ability to to come back from all the shit that you've just recently gone from comes from that comes from uh, from this fellowship dude, and, and the ex, you some, know, right? some dickhead said the other day he said uh what's it it breaks down into 
order, disorder, reorder, and it's your choice when you decide to pick up the pieces and go back into the reorder stages. So I dove back into AA. Dude, I'm a menace to myself. I'm a menace in life, but I'm also very, I've never tried to kill myself, honestly, never, ever. But they asked me that stupid question because I have such self-destructive tendencies. Like, Hey, Ashes the Awesome listeners, the following PSA is brought to you by The Phoenix. The Phoenix is not just a gym. It's a community where the real weight lifted is not just barbells, but hearts, minds, and spirits. Whether you're in recovery or simply choose to live a sober lifestyle, The Phoenix offers a range of activities from yoga to hiking, all led by people who've walked a path of transformation. So why not aim higher with the Phoenix? The first membership requirement is just 48 hours of sobriety. Rise from the ashes today and soar with the Phoenix. Hey listeners, let's take a moment to talk about something crucial. Carrying naloxone. This life-saving medication can reverse an opioid overdose in minutes. You might think, I don't need it. I'm not around opioids. But the truth is, you'll never know when you'll be in a situation where you could save a life. It's easy to use and many places offer it for free or at a low cost. So let's be prepared and look out for each other. Remember, you might not plan on being around opioid use, but you never know when it'll be around you, and you can save the life of somebody that is loved. This is Jared Blaine with the Blacklist Podcast, and remember, you are loved. Like, I, I tend to hurt myself so badly that it's just stupid. Like, why? I don't have to do that anymore. Like, I don't have to, like, self Like, I, I have the all-or-nothing approach. I started going... To the gym at uh, 6 a.m. last week. Before the jumping off point of leaving, I started like changing my routine. Like, I got to do something different. This ain't working. Like, um, I don't know. Like, just communicating with sober people. Like, I've made a lot of changes and it's a short amount of time. It's like a week's time that I've really made a concerted effort to like, because I'm off my meds. So I'm also like, trying to prove something and i am a very i can operate on spite i can walk on my hands like let me tell you if if you piss me off and you tell me i can't do something and i know that i can i internally know that i can i'm showing everybody something and then i'm gonna shake it at you too like that's the pro like that's my biggest problem <laughs> like i just <laughs> problem doesn't sound like a problem I am no, an issue. Not at all. I'm a walking issue. Yeah, you haven't <laughs> talked to me very much. Just you wait till I send you something really fucked up, and you're like, "What's wrong with this human?" Yeah, I, I think you might be in good company, Casey. Oh no! All right. All right. Don't don't encourage that kind of behavior. Well, hey, look, Casey, I'm 45. This is what it looks like at 45. Dude, if you're telling me that I get to do, if I'm gonna look like that at 45, I'm gonna have a good time. Glory bangs out. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I got this whole I got this whole no cap thing going on because I'm autistic and the dude cut my hair and he made it look real real fancy like and then I got to the car and I was like, fuck, I forgot to tell him to cut the top. <laughs> like I wanted a mullet, dude. I got a fucking party in the front. It's shorter in the back. Like it's good, dude. Looks, looks great. If I, if I play for that team, I'd, right. I'd do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I love you guys, but these guys are like standing out yeah, here jerking. Yeah. I'm scared yeah. they might. Right. I'm scared they might have Casey. sex if I don't get out. Casey, there. Casey, so. shut up. And give me a daily gratitude. Um, you first of all, hey, wait, just one. Give, give me some gratitude. If it's just one, I'm not. If it's just one, I'm not using you. 
<laughs> Give me whatever you got for gratitudes, brother. No, I only that? got one. And it's you, Chuck, for real. Like, you put up with this stupid motherfucker over here on this phone. Like, me, <laughs> I'm such a menace, and you deal with it, and, like, you... <laughs> You're kind of my safe place because I send you shit that I can't send nobody else and you think it's funny and we won't talk about none of it because, you know, that's some fourth and fifth step type shit, honestly. Like, I might tell my sponsor I did that, but I ain't fucking telling nobody else. Is that where sandwich making comes from? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, sandwich making for dummies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah anyway. honestly, I do. Yeah, I got yeah. a crash course yeah. on it, boys. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm out of here. These guys are leaving me. Okay. Love you. Give hey, me three words before love... you go. What are the words? What yeah. you are so, loved. There you mostly, go, brother. Have a great one, man. Mostly, I don't know about you, Chuck. I like, I like, I like everybody else <laughs> here, but not you. Love you. <laughs> You're loved, Dad. Go ahead, go to your meeting, brother. Thanks for popping in. Goodbye, love you guys. All right, get okay, man. <laughs> well, that's over. Um, <laughs> he's a ball of something, me. That he is. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. oh, fun. That's fun. Yeah. I gotta tell yeah. you, yeah, you know, yeah. little, uh, you know, like, tough to get my hooks in there, but pretty fun to watch. Well, you know what? With this format, like this new format, we're just we're just playing around anyway. So we're not playing around. We're we're testing, right? guessing, and testing. Yeah. So what do you what do you got to say about everything you just heard, Ryan? Uh Honestly, first thing that comes to mind is that life is for living. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to go through it. We're going to go through all of it. And the more that I can, you know, be prepared or not even prepared, accepting that I, as a human being and experience all range of emotion, uh, through my lifetime, um, it might be a good idea for me to spend time with each one, not just the ones I like. Because if yeah. I can do that, yeah. then I can, I can, you know, like I, when I know terror, when I know fear, when I know hurt, uh, I can spend time with that in a way that I can make that into something that is um, valuable. To And then, you know, my, my, my old mentor used to say all the time, right, you have to find value where value is undetected. And yeah. When I can find value in the midst of chaotic terror or fear, then that changes my entire set point of how I respond instead of react to any given emotion, which ultimately changes my uh, trajectory of coping or my coping stance. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. typically when I don't spend time with emotions, I enter into a fear-based set point. Because fear is the lack of information. If I don't have the information, I don't know what it is. I get into fear, and fear causes me to to cope, to come up with a strategy, which is usually already set and written in my in my brain mapping, and then that just triggers off, and I'm doing dumb shit, you know. But if I'm like, okay, I know this. This is hurt, or this is anger, or this is resentment, uh, then I can be with that. And and then I have tools with with each one, you know, resentment. Then I know that I lack compassion. If I enter into compassion, the resentment goes away. Those two hold don't, don't hold the same space at the same time. And so, gotcha. sure. what I what you know that was you know a bit a bit scrambly. But if you if you just kind of filter the noise out a little bit, what we saw was a really good example of the phenomena of human resiliency in how. 
we can find peace in any corner. We can find a peaceful state at any given time. It's just a matter of having the consciousness to understand that being an option, choosing that option, and then doing the actions it takes to actualize that option or make it real. Okay. And, and so this case here, it's like, fuck it, bam, craziness happens. And, you know, like, I don't know what led up to that, but it sounds like there's a toxic relationship, which means there's some elements of responsibility on both sides. Um, and then coming to terms with that, surrounding himself with people that are interested in his well-being. Yes. And then, yeah. and, and which is an act of love. You know, yep. uh, to do yep. something for someone else without expectation of anything in return, and so, um, and then, and then, you know, the the other little mate, like going to the gym at six o'clock, like I, that's what I do. I know that step because that step is important to my own mental health and my own well being. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I didn't go last week, but we had a snowstorm, shut the whole world down. So <laughs> there was three. There was centimeters of snow. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know what a centimeter is, but. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we we had sure. No, that's an inch. That's, that's an inch. Sorry, yeah. See, that's yeah, what yeah. I, I know what an inch is. So we had probably yeah. I don't know, I don't know, maybe maybe two feet of snow. Oh, that, and, that's significant in your part of the world. That's well, that, that's if you really think about how much it rains yeah. when it gets yeah. to z minus whatever. It was like minus fourteen or something. Uh, that turns yeah. into snow, and it just dumps, and now it's almost all gone because it's been raining. So, but yeah. like we didn't work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Offices were all shut down. Schools were shut down, and so no we built forts. Wow, we built forts, and we played I Spy and every other little game for one and six year old <laughs> you can think of. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so it was That's wrestled, hilarious. not yeah. wrestled. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. my my point here is is like, you know, Casey has learned enough to know to surround himself with the people that know what to do when he doesn't. That's what that sounds like to me. And then right. listening to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and taking those actions. And the actions are where the, you know, that's the proof. That's where the rubber hits the road, pardon the, the mm -hmm. uh, saying. But, you know, like, it, it, like I said, the easy thing to do is throw the fucking switch. Yep. Yep. True story. You know? right? True story. The problem is, is, you know, and I, I come from a different time when throwing the fucking switch didn't mean you were going to die for sure, you know, yeah. like yeah. now that fucking switch is is really an electric chair. Yeah. So yeah, it is. Um. So yeah, no, it's it it it's again, and then the other side of that dude is like, just like again, I've been I've been so far removed, like that that mm -hmm. excitement of having a car full, going to a meeting, and you know, being all hopped up on caffeine, nicotine, and life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, seeing that happen is pretty cool, man. I mean, I gotta say, it's been a long time no kidding, since right? I've, I've got and, to and I should sit. Say, the three people that that he was going with, um, they were they were newcomers or newcomers again, anyway, right? So when I talked to him about jumping in in place of the guests that that wasn't able to make it tonight, it was like, yeah, man, but like I I got to be done by seven because I'm taking newcomers, right? Yeah. And how excited he was for that, right? And, yeah. and like. To be able to attach yourself to that kind of service and, and like, I think that's so cool. I just do, you know, it's just, it's to be excited yeah, to help other people, right? You know, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like I always say that it, you know, the the coping mechanism that ends up being a an addictive behavioral issue is typically um, 
not a not a very healthy one. Uh, but in, in this in this in this stance here, it's like his his coping choice was to get back to center. Yeah. Instead yeah, of right. kerosene in a match, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then you know, I get my thought was you know that like a relapse clears the slate, which is a really shameful thing. Um, but you know, I don't, I, my personal experience is like, how many times have I done something stupid and thought to myself, you know what, if I relapsed, I would have the support of my community again or whatever, you know, like whatever, you know, I, I did a lot of dumb shit in the rooms years ago and, and, uh, probably, probably deserve some of that. But I mean, you know, like I said, there was value in everything. And so, um, you know, I, I, I often didn't choose to, to, to relapse and instead mm-hmm. bury myself in resentment and, and, and judge people and become better than them and all those things, um, you know, pro- project if, uh, superiority while experiencing inferiority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had some recent experience with that, to say the least, which actually does segue into my point. Um. Gratitude yesterday, Chantel on, on her page at Trap House Testimonies likes to, you know, hey, let's get some gratitudes. And the one I listed off, everything you just said, as a matter of fact, was being thankful for better coping strategies, coping mechanisms, right? Everything in the last week, in the last few weeks, especially, and then, you know, really coming to a head this, this past week, I was in survival mode. I was stressed out. I, and like, and then it occurred to me after the fact, after the fact, it's like, fuck, man, I didn't feel like relapsing. Like at no point did I have an urge to use through all of that, mm. right? And it was like, whew, I'm really grateful for better coping mechanisms. So just just like you said, right? Chose to do something else, chose to cope with it in a different way. And wow. Do, do you understand right? how that happens? Over time. <laughs> it's just Not, like, not no. just time, though. It's, okay. it's okay. practice. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I always yeah. talk about practicing the art of living. That that, that is that is that yeah. practice, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and 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 to the point, it's like our our conscious efforts become part of a subconscious being over time. Yeah. Where yeah. I so yeah. I'm consciously doing something different. It's like you know waking up early for work. You know, the first week you start a job or you got to be at work for five thirty, and you're getting up at four. That week sucks. Mm-hmm. A year mm-hmm. later, you're getting up at four on a Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just yeah. becomes part of how we are. Yeah. And so it really is, it's no feedback response, but that, 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 you know, I'm not going to get into the technicalities of all of that here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's the practice of which, which re, which changes our brain mapping, the way that we, the way our behaviors develop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most and, and always with an emotional driver course yep so, yes so yeah no that was that was something yeah <laughs> even like a wrecking ball i love it yeah I, you I really know what, i see yeah. yeah. i'd like to, i would see we get casey on again i'd like to maybe maybe more oh, without a, a doubt yeah controlled yeah. environment because there's there's a yes. lot there that i'd like to, i would have liked to unpack a bit but we just it just wasn't the right yeah, venue, it's not the right would. time right like i said and our, no. our i found out our guest wasn't gonna be able to make it what, two hours ahead of time, so I was kind of scrambling to get somebody on. Casey's kind of a—you can always count on Casey to put up when he can, right? So, and he did, and I appreciate yeah, that. Clearly, yeah. And he's—if nothing else—he's always entertaining. <laughs> so I do love you him. Know what, you, yeah. You know what the other thing that I thought of there? 
hmm. um, was that that control the control. Um, what's I don't I need another word than locus. Uh, our control options, okay, which are effort, commitment, environment, and perception. Yeah, and so look yeah. at look at look what he exercised in mm-hmm. the last week of his life. Yeah, <laughs> commitment, yeah. all of the things, right? Effort, yeah. environment, and perception—all those things he embodied in a very asset way. Uh, 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 I don't have to use positive or negative because I know it's subjective. But yeah. what he did was mm-hmm. created more value in his life by doing things that didn't cause this to be in the background. What he went, you know, because when you when you when you enter into a state of like extreme relapse or that burning it down, what you're doing mm-hmm. is you're making the problem you had really non-existent or or uh, inconsequential compared to uh, you yeah. know the actual right. yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll deal yeah. with that in, in eight months on my step four, yeah. you know. <laughs> that, that alligator is much closer to the boat, as Mike would say. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah that's it's a good way to put it. Uh, it's one of his favorites. I, and you know what? Before we get into gratitude, I will speak really quickly to, and I, I'm sure you haven't had time. I know you've got the family and the, and the jobs going on in your life. Yeah. The trauma yeah. series that we have been doing with Mike. Um, we're on, ep- we finished the third episode. We've got a fourth one yet to do um, that we've been doing with Mike and Lisa on the, uh, on the weekend ramble has been yeah. phenomenal. So guys, check that out. If you haven't, it is, it's been mind blowing to, to, to have, and I'm sure this is, is, you, you do quite well in an episode with these two. It's Dr. Lisa and Mike Miller. I mean, how much education, how much life experience, how much everything is going into those conversations, man, there's something else. Right. Yes, we also I would love to be. I wish I had the time. I'd I know. Love to be part of <laughs> right. I think you, wanna, you would. You, you would love to be on the show. You would be. You'd love to be a fly on the wall, man, just to hear what these guys. You know what I mean, right? Like it's just like, seventeen edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I definitely want to. I definitely want to check. As you know, like I obviously have a lot of love and respect for both Mike and and Doctor Lisa and. and um, yeah, maybe, 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 right? Maybe, 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 I'd, maybe I'd be out of my league with those two, to be honest with you. Well, uh, and I, there goes that you know, the imposter syndrome anyway. thing that we all right. If you, if you can well, imagine me me sitting in a in a in an episode of the mid my grade nine education, I can totally relate to what you're saying, and maybe in even a bigger <laughs> way. But um, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. something else, man. It is. Mike really dives deep into the first episode. We talk about um, internal family systems therapy. The second mm-hmm. episode, we IFS. get into cognitive behavior therapy, the way as, as he practices it. Yep. And then the third, we get into EMDR. Yep. And throughout these episodes, we talk about how he, how all three of those work together for him in, in, the, in his therapeutic environment and how one feeds into the, to the other and um, what he's doing over there at Yatra Center. They, of course, they're the title sponsor of the show. And, and you know, I, by now you will have heard that as a listener or watcher or whatever, but um what an amazing experience at yasha which is just everything about it and, and to have my kind of open un- unpack some of that stuff and be able to talk and here's a, here's an interesting thing as a therapist you know to be able to sit in a public forum and talk about the things that happen in that room with somebody a very rare thing that you could ever do to sit yeah. and talk with a client after the fact right and of course for him 
all sorts of boundaries were put up while we were in the process there. Well, during my stay at Yatra, like all, they yeah. were put on himself. He put boundaries on himself, on his staff, on me to make sure yeah. that this, this was, there was never any ethics issues. Yeah. Um, now at my insistence, we're able to talk about that process. Cause I feel it's important that I share, I share with the world. Right. And, and you know, I've got a platform where I can really help some people. So it's, it's a really interesting thing. And so from your lens as a therapist to be able to, you know, like that's a pretty unique experience, right? To be able to do that in, in a public way. So even even to sit down yes. and talk like afterwards, would you ever sit there and talk with a client for a significant amount of time about what happened in the session? Or you just let what happened in the session happen? Right? You know um, what I mean? So like even oh, just yeah. that, never mind the public forum part, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I definitely uh you know it's it's um it's a, it's it's kind of you know when I worked in the treatment center it was, it was pretty common to to um, go over a session after or or a day later or something like that. I mean, um, in, okay. in my private okay. practice, okay. that never never happens. No, because it's billable hours, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna right. spend billable yeah. hours yeah. doing some stuff today, yeah. not talking about yesterday, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, so, it, yeah. it is it, 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 but it is really cool because it, it's it, it. I don't know, like. The the process when you get when you get really when it becomes part of you, it's very seamless and seems yeah. like a conversation that just flows. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to break it down, you see how technical it really is. You that's know what I mean. And for how, me, that's yeah. the aha, right? Throughout yeah. the entire it's like wow, right? And and it it took me, and I don't know if I've said this to you. I was probably on week three at, at the Ultra Center before I realized that there was a formula of sorts happening. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, and, 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 and I'm pretty introspective and, and analytical. So I, I don't know if everybody picks up on that, but I was like, Hey, wait, Whoa. So then I asked him about it. So what the fuck is going on here? Right. And then he kind of explained, well, we did this, then this, and this because of this, yeah. this, and this. Right. So, yeah. 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 And, and, like it's, just, it's the mark of a, of a, of a good, of a good uh, therapist that, it, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that you took three weeks. I mean, that just goes to show and that, I mean, you know, you hear it all the time. Like, oh, I went to this person and they were two by the book. Well, that's what they're, they're saying is that it yeah. wasn't organic yeah. and rhythmic. It was conscripted and formulaic. And yeah. when it's, yeah. when it feels like that, it feels almost contrived or like that there isn't a, an authentic element to it. And so, um, but when you, like, I know, like, I'm a, I'm a phenomenologist, I'm an existentialist, and those are very cyclical modalities that um, are completely dependent on an organic flow. And, but when I take it and start breaking it down into process, uh, then, then clients are like, Oh, whoa, well, I, get it. Holy, I didn't realize right. that, right. that yeah. you were doing that or doing this and like why you went there and like, and they explaining tap points and things like that. Like clients yeah. give so much to the counselor if the counselor is with them. And they're not yes, like waiting yes, to, right. you know, and I think, I think, I think people just fall victim to like, uh, you know, that the most basic premise of active listening and most people don't actively listen. They think no, about, that, they, that's one of those things where you, when you hear say it, what you think you're saying, what you're saying. Yeah. That, you know. it, active listening is, yeah. And that's, that's like the biggest communication barrier ever, right? It's, you know, preparing yeah. your next statement, but that the whole active listening, I'll, I'll tell you, it's kind of like CBT to me. It's one of those things where you think you know what it is because you hear the name and you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I mean? Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah. there's a fucking process here. Like active listening yeah. isn't just like paying attention. There's so much more that goes into it than that. Right. But, but and honestly, the, the, the sitting more you... here now, you say that to me and it's like, well, yeah, I, I, I actively listen. No, because I don't know what the technicalities of that are. Right. So how could I? And so the same goes with CBT and all sorts of different things. Right. Yeah, I think the more you you spend time with that skill, the deeper and deeper and deeper that that definition becomes. Yeah, that active yeah. listening yeah. definition, and because well, I'm sure, you I'm know, sure it does. Right, it's forming its own neural it, loops and its own. Right, <laughs> you know? well, I mean, it starts yeah. with your ears, but always ends up with your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So you know, if if, it, if it's being done well, anyway. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. Uh, yeah, I th I think um, yeah I, I gotta go listen to those. I, I know I do, um, and I've been, I see them, you know, when I scroll. The other thing I'm trying to do is put my phone away on the weekends so that I can cut down screen Fair time enough, and eh? have more presence and yeah, yeah. Tech, yeah. The technology yeah. cleanse or social media cleanse, if you will. Fair enough. Eh? Um, Fair enough. Well, they're so, you know, yeah, gonna I mean, listen while you're driving like or those, whatever. Those, and, those, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's typically when I when I do get to mm -hmm. do that. If if I'm not, you know, I, I do spend a lot of time driving, talking to family members and stuff, and so a lot of, of the unbillable yeah. hours are still working hours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, no, I mean, that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get that. I like to get Casey on again. I'll, we'll get I'll him on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think when, when he's got when he's able to focus on on what we're doing and. And all that right so um but but hey listen that brings yeah, us to my favorite part of the show room to crack the egg there and be honest with you <laughs> um that brings us to my favorite part of the show it's daily gratitudes what you got for us today oh yeah. uh well you know there's always so many and i don't want to keep doing the same things over and over but um, but that, here's the thing about gratitudes. I'll, 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 I'll put I'm you on pause what? for a second. I'll put you on pause. The thing about daily gratitudes is people feel the need to come up with something that's, that's you know, kind of profound or whatever, or big or, or grandiose. Or, it's like, sometimes it's a cup of coffee. Sometimes it's every single day. It's your family. And that's okay, right? Like there's zero expectation put on a, on a, on a, on a daily gratitude, especially by anybody else, right? So, you know. What you got yeah, well, here, here's my <laughs> my thing. It's not about necessarily that. It's about what's authentic to me right now. And okay. so, in order for me okay. to do that, I need to get. I need to go in. I can give you the list. I can give you the conscripted yeah. fucking uh, uh, verse, you know. But I don't want to do that. And so, like, I think today it's really about like I'm 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 grateful that anything is possible that potential is limitless and that um you know i once someone said to me once you don't got to wait till midnight to turn your day around like I, I don't have to wait a lifetime to turn my life around you know what i mean like I, I, uh and, and and it's not like i'm turning anything around right now but i have that option to 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 be to start in a trajectory of any direction that i want at any given time and um you know, I uh, I'm, I'm really grateful to have healthy healthy kids, and I'm grateful to have kids. I, I, yeah. I'm grateful to be here doing this instead of like 
you know, one thing that I'm awful at is is, is committing suicide. Think, think, sweet hell, I don't know what you want to call it, but you know, there, yeah. there's one thing that I'm <laughs> I'm glad I'm awful at, uh, and yeah. and uh, you know, I, you know, breathing air today, and on this show, and I get to talk about things that I like and interest me here, and you know, like just every, every everything is possible. I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful for my beautiful wife and kids yeah. that I'll throw in every time because that's never changed. Of course. Of course. Right. Of course. Um, myself, I am not thankful for that rooster you hear in the background. Hopefully Riverside cuts that out. My neighbors have roosters <laughs> and I hear them all day starting about five in the morning. <laughs> it's that whole, when the sun comes up, it's a line of shit. Roosters crow Something. all day. Yeah, this yeah, there's no when the sun comes up. It's long before the sun comes up and it goes until the sun goes down. So the thing is, is he's got fighting roosters, which I don't even want Maybe to get put into a that. Clock time, up but... in their pen. Yeah, yeah, why not? Right? Huh? Yeah. He's got fighting roosters. So they're sitting so, over there, uh, they're talking shit to so each Roy other. So Roy Jones used to train. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> with, with a clock in his pen. <laughs> right. No, he's a clock for his Roy fighting Jones used to yeah. practices his his handwork with fighting roosters. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Something I read anyway, twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, what I am thankful for, though, what I am thankful for, is my dog Sonny. I'm so lately he's like he's my thing. You know, I just he just makes me so happy all the time, even when I'm at my worst. I am thankful. Yeah. For my, I'm always thankful for for my recovery, but I, again, the coping mechanisms. I'm thankful for my mom who once again this month has stepped up. Just love that woman. And I am thankful to each and every person who continues to watch, listen, like, comment, share, do all the things down at the bottom. Because every time you do one of these things, you're getting me a little bit, a little bit closer to living my best life. My best life is to make a humble living, spreading a message. The message is this. If you're in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start a lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call them to detox, go to a meeting, go to church. I don't really care. Do whatever it is you've got to do to get that journey started because it is so much better than that journey. And if you have a loved one who's suffering an addiction right now, just take the time to listen to this kind of odd episode. You just take one more minute out of your day and text that person, let them know they're loved. Use the words. You are loved. That little woman of hope just might be the thing that makes him back. Yeah, so we went 45 minutes. Yeah. My, uh... My body's getting cold. My life is running low. Scared to go.